Praise the Lord and welcome to weekly message here at World Gospel Mission Church. Today is April 18th, 2021. I'm glad you can join us here today. Let's all begin with the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion, and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This week's message title is For the Oppression of the Poor. For the sighing of the needy, now will I rise, saith the Lord. The main text comes from Psalm 12, verses 1 through 8. Psalm 12. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth, for the faithful fail from among the children of men. They speak vanity every one with his neighbor, with flattering lips and with a double heart. Do they speak? The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things, who have said, With our tongue will we prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now will I rise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, and as we ready our heart, mind, and soul, to hear your message today. May the Holy Ghost open the understanding of each and every listener so that we may receive your spirit of wisdom and prophecy. I pray that only your word of truth remain deeply in the hearts of all the listeners. 
In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 2,000 years ago, John the Baptist and Jesus cried out, Repent, the kingdom of heaven is near. But the chosen people of Israel denied him and did not want the heavenly kingdom here in earth. They rebelled against God's word, which is that God would establish his kingdom on the earth. Instead, they stood with the Roman Empire that was ruling that was ruling them at that time. They then killed Jesus, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, in heaven and earth by hanging him on the cursed wooden cross. Then on the third day, after the resurrected Jesus ascended to the throne in heaven, Apostle Peter, who was filled with the Holy Spirit that came on the day of Pentecost, on the tenth day, turned to the Jews who killed Jesus, and he said, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified both Lord and Christ. Acts 2.36 God has been waiting for the past 2,000 years with Jesus Christ sitting on his right-hand side of the throne for the world to believe and receive him. Two verses I want to share. First one from Psalm 110. Verse 1 The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So this verse and the following verse that I'm about to read, they testify where Jesus Christ is currently, sitting on the right hand side of God the Father in his throne. One quick note I want to make in Psalm 110 verse 1. It says to Lord, the Lord said unto my Lord, the first one is all caps, L-O-R-D, that's God, the Father. And the next one said unto my Lord, that Lord, is God the Son, Jesus Christ, only capital L. Just want to make that clear with you guys. Second one is another place in the uh, New Testament. Okay, this is in Book of Acts which also testifies that Jesus was sitting on the right side of God in heaven. This is the account of Stephen, um, first Christian martyr. Acts 7, uh, verse 55 and 56, this is after he just preached to the uh, Jewish people. And they were mad at him, so they're about to stone him. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man, this is Jesus, standing on the right hand of God. So both accounts, the Bible states that Jesus currently is sitting on the right hand side of God. 
Jesus could have well returned right then uh, in the day of Stephen, then and there, but he made plans to save the Gentiles as well. Realizing this and how great our Lord and Savior is a true blessing, to give even a sinner like me a chance to receive salvation. My dear friend, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your only Lord and Savior by now, this is the moment, today's the day. It is by confessing that you're a sinner. We're all sinners here, according to Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then believe in the gospel. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And then confess that Jesus paid my debt, paid your debt. A quick, short prayer such as this is all you need to do and open your heart so that the Lord Jesus Christ can enter, enter your heart and be with you and guide you always. Something like this, Lord, give me, forgive me for not believing in you. I'm a sinner and I believe in your blood that washed away all my sins forever. I open my heart to invite you to lead me in everything that I do and everywhere I go. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And that's it. Waking up tomorrow is not a guarantee for anybody, let alone next two minutes. I humbly ask and hope that you receive Jesus today. Okay, back to the main message. But through the mouth of King David, the Holy Ghost gave a message of reproof against the nations of the world still not recognizing him as king, rebuking that Israel and the Gentile nations not receiving him as their king and that they are still doing things in vain. Uh, Psalm 2, verses 1 through 4. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. The Holy Ghost also spoke of how he would mock them in the future, proclaiming that in the future the Lord Jesus Christ, whom they did not accept as king, would be made by God as the king in Zion, in Jerusalem, where they rejected him and killed him. Psalm 2, verses 5 through 7. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me, 
Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. In addition, God also spoke clearly of the realm of the sovereignty of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Psalm 2, verse 8 and 9. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with the rod of iron. Thou shalt dash, dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. The Holy Ghost said that in the future when the Lord Jesus Christ comes to judge the world to establish his millennial kingdom, then he will not be the Lord of grace anymore, but the God of justice. And he will rule the whole world with the rod of iron. In doing so, God gave a warning to the principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of the world, and the evil spirits in high places who have been ruling this world under the devil. Psalm 2, verses 10 through 12. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Save Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little, Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Even though God's strict word has been proclaimed, they do not care about it. Rather, they have formed an organization called United Nations and are planning to unite the entire world into one with their own power. All nations, including Israel, set up their minds to receive the Antichrist as their king. Now they are waiting for the Antichrist, the son of perdition, the man of sin, who will bring forth world peace, a temporary false world peace. And they are ready to fight against the coming Lord Jesus Christ to lead the whole world unto destruction. Jesus told the Jews who rejected him that they would receive the Antichrist in the future when he appears in his name. John chapter 5, verse 43. I come in my Father's name, and ye, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him ye will receive. The Holy Ghost prophesied through the psalmist about the scene of second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in glory, where all the mountains and the plants shall be rejoicing when he finally appears to judge the whole world and then establish his kingdom. Psalm 96, verses 11 through 13, Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar, and the fullness thereof. Let the field be joyful, and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord, for he cometh. For he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness, and the people with his truth. 
The Holy Ghost also prophesied about the scene of the earth rejoicing when the Lord Jesus Christ is reigning and judging his enemies. Psalm 97, verse 1 through 7. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him, and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all they that serve graven images, that boast themselves of idols, worship him, all ye gods. In addition, the Holy Ghost spoke to saved Christians who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and are waiting for the rapture, the day of Christ, before the Great Tribulation, as well as to the remnant of Israel who repent during the Great Tribulation. Psalm 97, verse 10 through 12. He that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hands of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous, and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. In the end times of the present world, we see the ceasing of the godly, for the faithful fail among the children of men. Most of the people in the world with flattering lips and the tongue and double heart they speak, who have said, With our tongue will we prevail, prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? This is Psalm 12, verse 4. In order to bring sin, death, and curse into the world, and to enslave the people of the world for the past 6,000 years, the devil, the old serpent, has used his principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of the world, and the evil spirits in high places to enslave the entire world. All things that are existing on the earth have been plundered from the hands of all nations, and all the nations have been enslaved in poverty. In particular, over the past hundreds of years, through the Freemason, the Illuminati, and the Deep State, the devil has been taking all their wealth to cause all nations to groan in poverty and sickness. Also, even churches of God have been brought into the WCC, World Council of Churches, WEA, World Evangelical Alliance, and finally the NCCK, the National Council of Churches in Korea, to be apostates. 
because of this, sooner or later when the Antichrist appears, even most of the churches shall be judged in the midst of the Great Tribulation. Gave you warnings several weeks ago. Um, if your church, your local church is part of any of these um, groups, the WCCWEA, or if you're part of a Korean church network, NCCK, you need to leave. In these last days, the psalmist prophesied of the Lord Jesus Christ, who finally arise from the throne to judge, to judge the world and save the suffering children of God. Psalm 12, verse 5, For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now will I rise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. That's correct. Soon the Lord Jesus will stand up from his throne to appear in the air to bring his bride, the church, to the securely heavenly places. All the words of God are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Also, all the words of the Lord have been preserved forever in the hand of Almighty God. Therefore, none of God's word will disappear. Even one point, one dot, one stroke shall be completely fulfilled. Exalted by men, the wicked people walk on every side and laugh at the power of God's word. But when the Lord Jesus comes, they shall be judged in the lake of fire forever and ever. God bless you, and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus be with you always. Amen.